What is up is peepeth? Oh, you gotta try again. What is up if peeps if? What's up, peeps? I'm Matt. And I'm not sure if that's what you're going with for your opening. What up, peeps? <laughs> I'm Matt. And I'm Mike. And we are the Pink Gold Peeps, two 20-somethings who like to talk all things Nintendo and video games and fun stuff. Except not this week, because there's not a lot. Just kidding. There's a moderate amount. There's a fair amount. Mike, how's it going? What's doing? Pretty good. Uh, today was an interesting day. Uh, my train got stuck two stations before my stop because the engine failed, and I said... That blows. I texted my girlfriend, I said, hey, pick me up, please, because I don't know how long this is going to be. And uh, as of about 15 minutes ago, they officially canceled it, so it was still sitting there. <laughs> so I'm happy I got so off. So the whole line is screwed. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that sucks. yeah. So I don't, uh, I don't envy them. But yeah, other than that, I'm doing good. Uh, Matt, how are you? I'm pretty good. It's, it's the usual. Good. The huge. So better or worse, but it's the usual. Okay. Okay. Consistency is always kind of nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, what have you been playing? Uh, well, I've been playing two things this week. I finished Saints Row the Third uh, th- during the long weekend, which I I. It's true. It just gets crazy, and it got it, crazier, it and it just got to gets a point bonkers. Where I was just like, okay, let's just yeah. I'm I. There's really nothing else that could happen here. And I, I would say I beat most of the game. I think I had like 89% at the end of the game of like 89% control of the city. So I did most of the mini games. I will say some of the harder ones that aren't like the quote unquote fun side missions are kind of lame. And I think it's partially because of the port and partially because, listen, this is a game from 2011 and those missions weren't necessarily it's as like, good. It's like, you know the, the, the David Pumpkins sketch? Yes. It's like there's 100 floors of fright. <laughs> they ain't all gonna be winners. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? But there's like so much content in Saints Row Three that it can't all and be like, good. Well, it's not that it can't all be good. It's just that there's some stuff that's like way better, and there's some stuff that I'm like, all right, that was okay. It's yeah. Like, it's whatever. It's like I would say this: like, there's a lot of different versions of escort missions in a car, and the hardest ones of those just like don't have nearly enough. They don't have enough checkpoints, or there's way too many people. Or, you know, the weapons it limits you to just make it a little bit harder. Where, you know, if I if I really sat there and said, okay, I'm going to just keep grinding this mission until I win, I could beat it. And I'm like, I'm not going to have fun. Where, like, the ultimate mission where you're trying to destroy stuff in a tank, you know, even if I fail, I'm still destroying stuff in a tank, and that is innately fun. Where, you know, driving around and shooting people is still fun, but I'm doing that all the time in the game. So to limit you a bunch of ways is less appealing i guess especially when they're like they're just enough level of difficulty you're like man eh, i'm okay right right yeah and i got to the end i was surprised at the end of the game there's like a big ending like choice that you get to like choose how the game ends and there's like an extra mission based on how you do that which i didn't mm-hmm. know was a thing it's cool yeah I, I i assume i picked the good one i looked at the other ending and i was like well i'm happy i did the one i did because that seems like a total letdown <laughs> uh but I'm I'm happy to close the book on Saints Row. I know Row. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> it it was a fun experience. I like I said, if if you don't have this game, you haven't played it, and you have no other way to play it, it's worth it for forty dollars. You know, but it's not perfect. I'm not gonna like you know, it's one of those games I'm happy I played, but it's not gonna make my top five. You know, ever. I mean, nor should it. Mind never. You. It was never. I don't think Saints Row. Even as a series, I don't think it's tries. 
you know those movies that are like we're not trying to win any awards we're just trying to have a good time you know what i mean yeah that's, that's like that's what saints row is you know what i mean like yeah. it's just trying to have fun it's it's a junk food game it's right. fun and enjoyable and stupid and i really liked it but if you told me that a different game was coming out tomorrow and i want to play that one instead i'd probably say okay i'll switch to that you know you say that after you beat it um <laughs> well i was waiting for stuff part right. of the reason i part of the reason i wanted to beat it this weekend was because i had team sonic racing and i was like i want to kind of play that more right. so yeah i knew i was really close to the end i'd done most of the side missions and i was like i have i think 77 or 78 percent done and every time you beat a story mission it's like six percent i know your, of your stuff so i was like let's just go and like there's a bunch of dlc that i didn't even touch like in terms of like missions like there was dlc like gear and vehicles that i used but the actual dlc missions i didn't really play with i was like i'm good if i come back to this game i guess i'll play the dlc but that's it yeah right. so that's what i'd say but team sonic racing is the other thing i've been playing yes, i know you've so been playing I. too i want to say one thing i was listening to our episode from last week and i said that the challenges were either kind of more difficult and weird and not very smartly built or i was just bad update i was just bad just want everybody to know They're freaking hard they are hard but like i thought they were like broken like, yeah no so did i until i like because like here okay i have a couple of very every issue i have with this game is very minor in the grand scheme of things yeah, very I, think it, I think it's a great game but like i didn't think it explained the rules to a lot of those mini games enough so like the coin one i was like how am i supposed to do this in 25 seconds and then i realized oh I only get extra time if, if I'm drift. drifting while I catch the coins. Like, does the game ever explain it that? It does. In that opening screen, when you first open it up, it will say drift into rings to get bonus oh, points. Oh, okay. I guess but I read it. you know <laughs> what, though? It's like, I have to agree with you. Once you realize you have to drift, you're like, oh, in basically every game, if I drift, something good happens. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, every single one. It's like, with, with the one with the gates, you get a bonus. If you drift into the red thing or right. whatever. And, and or then, if you hit the targets in a drift. Yeah. Or, and I think if you hit the egg robos in a drift, you also get bonus points mm -hmm. for them. Yeah, it's, it's it, there's a bit of a learning curve, which is surprising for a kart racing game with Sonic in it. But neat. Yeah, neat. The, I like the missions. Now I, I'm like looking forward to them a lot more than I was before. I I mean, I'm not trying to get platinums on them. Cause oh, I'm God, no. I'm not a monster. <laughs> but I enjoy playing them. Yeah. And I'm getting all the keys for all the missions. So there's always, like, for each... So there's, you know, there's a story mode. It's I think it's seven worlds long or something like that. But, uh... In each, in each world, there's a couple levels that have some kind of, you know, they have, like, more than one star, which you can get for completing certain things. So, like, it'll be, like, a race. You get a star for winning. Right. You get a star if you came in first place. And you get a star if you use the team boost or something like that. And then there's, like, a key that says, also use less than five items. Or fall off the course less than three times. Or collect this many rings. And I'm trying to get all those keys. I'm not trying to go for platinums, but I'm going for the keys. Right. You know, I get, I get the keys. Um... That's that's the thing though. Another another one of those oh, little yeah. this little nitpicky <laughs> things that really tick me off. This was this is just dumb. And like, you, did you know before I told no. you? No, I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? I open. I was driving. My, Sarah was driving us home. For, we were we were uh, you know at the beach this weekend, right. and I pulled out my switch. I was like, what is he? Oh my god! What? Is, oh okay, my okay. god! So when you go into a mission in the story mode most of like a good majority of them have story content but if you press a when you click the mission in the overworld map you skip it and you go straight to the race 
But if you press Y, y. when you go in, you get a little story content where characters talk to each other and they've got a little scenario before and after the race Bef yeah before and after the race but if you press a as a sane person would do <laughs> clicking accept in a video game you just miss it you just and you, miss it you don't even know like me and matt were both i think we were both in there's, the third world there's before a we very yeah I, I was in the third world when i found out there's a very tiny ribbon at the bottom of the screen and i play this game like predominantly in handheld mode yep just i don't know just just the way my schedule has been lining up Me lately. Too. and like there's a like i just didn't notice it in nope, not mode. at all and then when i played it on the tv for the first time i was like what does that say oh my god yeah and it's like it's funny because like i went back and i'm not i don't want to say like go back because you're missing key story content i mean i think it's cute it is cute i think i picked like six or seven levels between the first two worlds i went i went back and i did the whole thing again okay it, it, they're funny they're silly they're sonic there's you know? i i there's certain lines that make me crack up there's the line where um i think it's knuckles lampshades the fact that charmy the b and sbo are not in the game <laughs> yeah, yeah. and you're like oh okay <laughs> they just kind of bring it up yeah that was funny i love the one where like just like the very dry humor of um Omachow explaining the different types of cards and Amy was like, wow, you really are the master of exposition. I thought it was so funny. Yeah, especially after playing Sonic Adventure games and everyone was like, Omachow, shut up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and every line between Sonic and Shadow I think is really funny. It's just dumb. I think it's really great that like everyone in the game is like, okay, clearly there's something up with this guy. He's yeah. mysterious and he's powerful. And Sasha's like, I want to race. And there's, there's this one scene where Knuckles is like, wow, or Tails is like, yeah, I figured it out. We need to stop Eggman and DuPont or whatever his name is like right now. And Knuckles was like, all right, let's do it. And Tails is like, oh, wait a minute. Shadow and Sonic are racing. Yep. It's like, wait, <laughs> and gotta, it just goes to a race. I'm like, okay. They got to finish, you know, butting heads. <laughs> Stupid hedgehogs. I just thought it was so funny. Yeah. I, I really am enjoying the experience. So I want to actually play more. I think the game definitely shines with even one extra person. Because I was playing, I've been playing it a lot, but I keep thinking back with the one race you and I did together. And I'm like, oh, that was so much more fun. And I want to do more of that. Okay, that, that's the, another thing that I wanted to talk about. Which is, I've experienced a lot of the game, all of my, almost all of my experience with the game has been single player. Same. And I really like the game single player. But everybody that I listen to or talk to about the game who's played it multiplayer says it's just better like it's just simply a much better experience yeah multiplayer well, well i mean i think about that you know when you're playing single player i mean i don't know about you but personally i almost never use items because i like playing the speed i just characters. give them away i'm yeah, just like take just it throw take them it, away take it, take it and like if i'm a power character and i'm like kind of behind and just like trailing on boosts and stuff like that then i might be more keen on trying to click the you know um requesting items thing but I don't play technical characters, and the speed characters are usually in first or second place. I play technical characters when I do things like the ring challenge. Oh, okay. Because it's just it's just so, so much, much easier. Well, like, my, my Sonic Sil is Silver just, is now my go-to because yeah. his handling is just maxed the heck out. Yeah, my my Sonic has just enough handling that I'm okay with it. You know, uh, but yeah, it's um, it just seems like such a better experience in multiplayer because you can like really use the items, and I want to do that more with you because right. it's just. Oh god, it's just fun being it's able to like more, throw items. Just more or like, fun. hey, I just someone just used the stone attack. Go to the left because right. you're gonna hit the stones. Um Yeah. What else was I gonna say? Some something along those lines, but I can't remember now. But anyway, another thing that I was gonna say is that maybe it's just because I'm not totally used to this game yet, 
but the difficulties for me oh are, they're hard they're hard I, like it it seems like almost like normal mode is single player hard is two human players and very hard is three human i know because like it's just so frustrating to do the harder difficulties with my with your teammates because team. i don't always win in the normal i'm i'm pretty good at the other difficulty modes i don't always win and then when i do win i'm like yes my teammates came in ninth and seventh <laughs> yep and you're just like okay. and i lost <laughs> yeah because the other teams are consistent right exactly and i feel like if you're playing with humans like we talked about this a little bit last week where i said it's almost better sometimes to fall back than you know say in first I... and third but i feel like if you're playing with humans that's a much more reasonable tactic because... i disagree now really because i've now realized that, that trail that you have yeah um that goes forever you know like, oh yeah it'll never go away until someone passes you until yeah. someone passes you so even when like knuckles is in 12th he's still i'm in first trip. like they still have the same advantage as if i was in eighth you know what i mean yeah but if you're playing with human players you can do this more easily when you follow somebody and you get your their boost if you boost and you run past them you'll slingshot them off right. your own yeah boost. that is and i've had it once or twice where it was just like me and knuckles like cpu knuckles and we just kept uh slingshotting off one another and we like just came from like eighth or ninth all the way to first now poor tails was still in 12th place but that didn't right. matter it was just like with humans that is a that is a like a tactic it's so you much could easier use. You to do yeah with like you and i could be like okay let's players. let's let's tail each other and get ourselves to the front and then probably use a team boost and just right. you know trail through to first place so it's it's a lot of fun i also i don't know about how much of the customization you've been playing with like obviously the car I play parts, with the car I parts do. a lot. I don't play a ton with the um, the cosmetic stuff. The cosmetic stuff, I I don't know. I didn't think much of it, but I've been I was the other day. I was just like, I'm just gonna play with the car pieces and the artwork and all the decals and stuff and the horns. It is a lot of fun. Like no, like my Metal Sonic car looks nothing like his car is supposed to look. <laughs> um, because I couldn't get any car parts for Vector for a really long time for no good reason. I changed his car um paint job type to amy rose and changed all the metal so he uh, i made vector canonically join the third street saints because his car is like big flashy and purple oh my and god I, I every it. time i pass I'm like that's how the saints fight i love it <laughs> it was great I, there, there's like a thing with me where i cannot drastically change something like that because it just doesn't look right to me you know what yeah I mean? but for me like, I, just I have can't... the presets i have the presets in one and i have that in the right other. right i just like i, I cannot like well-mindedly change sonic's car to like green do you know what i mean oh like I'm it just bothers me i like to try to keep it somewhat thematic right i'll, I'll show you some cars before you leave tonight i i'm i liked some some of them are, i think came out kind of cool okay and there's a lot of customization options also uh funny horns i like the horns i haven't tried the horns yet oh there are some Sorry. good ones i have uh, i have the bongos right now Ooh. they're just every time metal sonic presses the horn button but yeah i i Obviously, we're going to probably talk about this more a little bit next week, maybe briefly. But yeah. overall, I I do think, especially for $40, this is a, this is a full experience. But, and I think we've said this a lot and other people are saying this too, it's definitely, like, if you're on the fence about this, say to yourself, am I going to be able to play this with other people semi-regularly? The answer is no. Maybe not. Well, I I'm not know. saying it's I'm not saying no. it's a no. I'm saying if you're on the fence... You're like, okay, I don't know if I'm going to buy this. I'm not sure. It definitely says the the way this game shines the most if you're playing it at least a little bit in multiplayer. Not saying it's bad in single player. I think if you like racing games, you should still get this game. Agreed. I mean, it's like, 
I think you should treat it the same as Mario Kart, honestly. Because, I mean, Mario Kart doesn't have the team mechanics, mm-hmm. but Mario Kart is also objectively more fun. With more people, With more yes. people, you know what I mean? So like, And arguably, it actually, this game has more content than Mario Kart for single player. Yeah, argue, it definitely does, actually. Yeah. I think Mario Kart has more staying power, but that's not saying this game doesn't have staying power. Right, I mean, I this game will not, like, it just won't be the go-to game at, like, parties and stuff, yeah, you I know, mean, as Mario Kart has degree just so Mario much parties. more. I mean, maybe not our friend group, because our friends just don't like racers. They don't. But... Makes me sad. I know. That's why we'll play Sonic Team Racing together. Yeah! Yeah! It's a good game. I just, I know a lot of people are talking about, you know, on the heels of Crash Team Racing coming out soon, or whatever it's called. Uh, Crash Team Racing is correct. Yeah. Well, I, I think I think there are plenty of people who have played this game now who originally, I think you included, who were like, you don't need to buy this game, Crash Team Racing is coming out soon. Where I feel like this game is at least yeah, solidified I mean, itself as, you know what, it's not just this game is whatever, you should right, buy Crash. Right. You know, now it's like, okay, you should really, we, I want to see how Crash reviews. And if you're thinking about buying one, it's not cut and dry, which I'm, I'm happy about. They are, they will probably be different enough. There. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But yeah, I mean, have you been playing anything else, Matt? I've been playing a lot of Plague Tale. Oh, is is it good? It's better than it, it is now. Better to me than it was last week. Good. Um, yeah, I don't know if I played. I said this last time, but it. So the way the game works is like, like I would perfectly compare it to like a theme park ride. Do you know what I mean? Where it sets a tone perfectly, and it the tone it sets is just perfect. And the way it makes you go through it, it's not necessarily on rails. It's it's unpredictable enough to give you the illusion of... Not being guided. Of not being guided. But, I mean, the game design is very good. I mean, you could say the same thing for a game like God of War, where, like, you know, or Uncharted. A lot of these single-player linear games, they have this design in the world to just naturally guide you where to go. Like, all, all games do it. Yeah. A good game will do that. Yeah, I mean, that was part of the reason I think Zelda Breath of the Wild was so interesting. The way, I mean, they said this, the way they designed the hills was that you would go you would go over it or around it, and depending on which way you went, you would see different landmarks. Right, and you'd be like, exactly. I want to go there now. Exactly, it's just it's just good game design. Yeah. This one, it's, I feel like it's a little more apparent in this one, but that's not a bad thing, Yeah, especially because it is a very story-driven game. So it's like you don't feel bad about following the path. Right, exactly. But it also, at the same time, when you go into a cutscene, I haven't yet... I don't know how far into the game I am. I'm in the sixth chapter of it. I haven't necessarily felt pure danger for the characters yet, like in a cutscene or in a heavy story moment. Because, I mean, obviously when I'm playing the game and there's some really tight corners with, like, guards or, like, with the rats, where I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> but, um, it's, it's, it is a really good game. It's a fun time. Good. Cool. I'm excited to hear more about it. Um, I also would like to preface this. So uh, as of as of this week and as of today, I received in the mail. Um, I haven't talked about this on the podcast, but I did break down two weeks ago and found a very cheap PlayStation Vita because I want to be able to play PS4 games in my bed. And I think that's going to be very good to be able to remote play. Yeah, but then I probably reach. I mean, yeah, it's, it's the walls right here. Well, yeah, but there are walls in between. Yeah, but I mean, okay, fine. If it doesn't work, I'll be upset. But the fact is, I also say, screw this. I'll put the PS4 in my room on top of something not cooked up to a TV. Right. But I bought it to basically be able to play. You know, there's games that I've wanted to play on PS4 that I don't know if are going to ever hit Switch. Like, you know, Persona 5 probably never is going to hit Switch near Automata. 
Definitely not like games like Horizon Zero Dawn or God of War. Have you checked if all these games support remote play? Yes, they all do. Okay. Well, actually, all those games I checked beforehand to see do these games okay, support good. remote play. I've heard God of War is the only one out of those ones specifically. It's like, it's kind of tough on a Vita, but not impossible. Mm-hmm. So that one I might wait on, but the other ones I'm thinking about. But I also picked up Persona 4 Golden, and I'm very excited to play it. Um, the box is smaller than a Switch box, and I just wanted to bring that up because we were talking about plastic box sizes the other day. And uh, the, the PS Vita wins for um, least least space of a plastic box. And I wanted to bring that to you, Matt, because I felt bad about yelling about you with plastic boxes. Thank you. <laughs> not saying I agree, but that's not important. Uh, anyway. Indie news. <laughs> uh, wait, Mike, you haven't been playing anything else? Uh, I don't think so. Anything else? Why? You haven't been playing anything else. Are you, are you trying to say something that I have been playing? Have you been playing anything else? Are, are you, like, getting ready to make sure that you're ready? I just to... want a yes or no answer. I mean... Come on! Come on! Wait, I had something, and now I lost it. What is it? Hold on. Give me a sec. Shit, I can't remember. Fine. I guess I haven't. All right, played. well, first piece of indie news, Brothers of Tale of Two Sons is now out on the Switch. Are you upset? Oh, you're upset I haven't played it? Yes! It's on my wish list. It's so good! It's $15. I'm waiting. It is worth every McFrickin' penny. I'm sure. Just like Child of Light. But like Child of Light, because Brothers is an old game, it will go on sale relatively quickly. So I'm waiting. All right. Eh, I'm fine. Anyway, um, getting to indie news, I have none. Okay, actually I actually have a couple things. Uh, Killer Queen Black, the physical edition, has uh, showed up. I'm on some stores. Super excited for that game. And uh, basically, the developers were like, well, it's not necessarily wrong. Like, basically, <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's when it's coming out, but we don't know when. I feel like this might be the Shadow Drop game of E3. Like, the digital version of Killer Queen Black. Yeah. It could it could be. I'm not sure. Um, I also wouldn't rule out Cadence of Hyrule. I wouldn't either, but that's actually on here. So I think we and, talked about it last week. I have week. some news about Cadence of Hyrule. So. so Cadence of Hyrule was supposed to, according to like the data on the eShop, it was supposed to launch actually today when we're recording, May 30th. That was supposed to be the day it came out. That data has been since updated, and it says it's going to come out June 20th. So I don't know if that's confirmed anywhere yet, but June 20th is the tentative yeah, date. Yeah, I have that as well. That's what I heard is now in the code. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I want, Time Spinners, which is a game that came on PC and PS4. It is a, uh, it is a Metroidvania, 2D Metroidvania. Very surprising, I know. Uh, it's announced to be coming to Switch, actually, uh, next week, June 4th. I know a lot of people who are very excited about this game. I don't know much about it offhand, but I, have you heard about this one? No, I, I do not know anything about this game. Okay. It sounds like it's good. People are excited that it's coming to Switch. I'm a little burnt out on Metroidvanias right now. But I'll probably pick it up eventually. You know, eventually. eventually. After I play Brothers of Tale of Two Sons. Because I there got you go. back, man. I got you back. There you go. Uh, and then one last bit of indie news. Uh, Arena of Valor, which was the oh, Chinese yeah. MOBA game. They have decided that it is not coming to the West. Essentially, I mean, the, the company who owns this is also owned by Tencent. And the, the long and the short of it is they were doing, like, tournaments. And they were trying to take League of Legends players and get them playing Arena of Valor, and, you know, Riot Games was like, I really don't like this, you should stop, and because they're both owned by the same company, basically they said, game's really popular, we're not going to bring it to the West. After trying. <laughs> so, sorry, 
I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. I mean. They, I, I'm not too broken up about this, but I could see how some people were or yeah. could be. Because, I mean, Nintendo did low-key hype this one up like Arena Valor's coming. Yeah. I mean, they did. But I guess it's, from what it sounds like, it's not like, you know, the world's really upset about it. I mean. You know what I mean? I, I was not really. Yeah. I was not going crazy about this game. Me neither. But, yeah, that's all the news I have for indie news. Yep. Uh, I have none. So, I guess we'll move right along okay. to um, quick, quick, quick news. Quick news. Yes, hey, yeah, hey no, Matt. No, it's quick, quick, quick news now. Quick, quick, quick news. Hey, Matt. Quick, quick, quick news. Um, remember, remember, like, the last, like, two months when I've been telling you that Pokemon Sword and Shield is going to get an announcement before E3 because... Uh, because that's what Nintendo always does, or the Pokemon company always does, and you said, no, it's going to get an E3. They're not going to do a Pokemon Direct before the game, just, before E3 comes out. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? Do you remember that, Matt? Do you? 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 Do if it wasn't clear, obviously, I'm sure you've heard about this by now, but uh, probably by the time this episode comes out, it'll be like a day or two until then. I don't know why I thought it was so funny. I don't know. You know what? You just said to me earlier today, you were like, no, Mike, you are funny. So I, I appreciate the laughter. Uh, but yeah, so Sword and Shield, 15 minutes. It's going to be uh, next week or this week when you're listening to this podcast. I'm pumped. Yeah, we're moving our recording date. Again, to a Thursday. Yeah. Again. I mean, listen, Nintendo must know about this podcast because they're like, oh, they're trying to move Tuesdays. We're going to ruin their life for the next five weeks. Yeah, because this week we're doing this. Next week we're doing Pokemon. And the week you know, after is E3. E3 week, we can't do a Tuesday either. Yeah. You got really excited about E3 there, Matt. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I spit a little on the table. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited to hear about that. But obviously, we'll be talking about that next week. And we're going gonna, gonna to take that high note. And then I'm going to turn it to a low note. And that is the, like, the PR dumpster fire that has been Mario Maker 2 this week. Um, I wouldn't call it that. Well, I don't know. For a Nintendo game, this is pretty, like, wow, okay. What do you mean? So Nintendo, so Super Mario Maker 2 has gotten announced that you cannot play online Okay, all right, all right, all right. Wait, wait. So let's start from the beginning here. Okay. Because there was a press event for Mario Maker 2. Yes. And where a, bunch, people a bunch of members of the press could go and they could play the game. And every reaction of the game itself... Has been good. Has been... Gr like, everybody loves the game. Like, the game is incredible, apparently. Yeah. The issues are... I've heard two major issues. You cannot play with friends online. In multiplayer, yes. In multi... Well, I mean... Yeah. And you cannot... Um, and there is no amiibo functionality. Yes. Which is a real bummer. Oh, yeah. But I don't think in the grand scheme of things these are really breaking the game for me like oh they're not, I, don't, I wouldn't call it a dumpster fire i just call it a let i'm not saying i'm not saying it's it's breaking the game like people aren't gonna buy the game but it's like on monday it came out okay you can't play online multiplayer and then it was like then right out a few a few hours after that nintendo responds like oh it's because we don't want them messing with the leaderboards and everyone's like leaderboard that was it's just so stupid yeah it's like come on leaderboards whatever and no then, i like you said you said because who cares about those but i get it. like I, no, people do care i, about I do get it but like you know everyone's saying well why don't you just disable leaderboard right exactly just it's, disable it's it. one thing and then the next day it's like oh yeah by the way uh N nintendo of america isn't giving out the stylus for mario maker 2 and you're like oh come oh, on oh yeah I and then two that. days after that it's like oh by the way amiibo support <laughs> no amiibo support so it's just been like i feel like every rest, day this week rest in peace my probably over a thousand dollar collection of amiibo it's just every day this week has been like hey 
Like, I know you're excited about Mario Maker 2, but uh, this is one thing that you are going to be a little upset about with Mario Maker 2. Why are you poking me? Because it's, it's me being Nintendo. Oh, like, I you're still going to buy it. You're not, like, angry, but, like, oh, God, poor Mario Maker 2. Oh, <laughs> it's just been a week of Mario Maker 2. What? Yeah, Come on. Little things. I was like, oh. Yeah, nothing that's breaking the game. I'm still very excited. I still have it pre-ordered. Right. But it's like, come on. I have to go buy a stylus now. Like, I know, yeah, I, mean, I do. I'm going to need to get another stylus. And it's like, not like, it's not like the Mario Maker 2 stylus looked like it was fancy or anything like that, but it's like, oh, well, I have to go buy one now. Right. Because you know, I don't have a stylus. I haven't had a stylus like that for a long time. You know, the little rubber, the rubber bit one. Right. So, yeah, Mario Maker 2. Uh, Devolver Digital has a big sale going on Nintendo Switch eShop right now. Oh. A bunch of their games are anywhere up to 50% off. Ooh. Some of the big ones I actually just purchased Minute for six dollars. Oh, uh Downwell's on sale, fifty percent off. Piku Niku, that game Rob really likes, Editor Show Rob, is fifty percent off. He just made the weirdest face I've ever seen him make. He did. Uh Gree is like thirty percent off. Um Gris. Gris. Oh, Gris. I think it's called Gree, because it's French for I, gray. I think you're correct. Uh SteamWorld Quest is on sale for unrelated reasons. <laughs> and they're like, wait, someone else is on sale? Yeah. Uh, there's a, basically, there's a bunch of Devolver games on sale right now and a bunch of other games. SteamWorld? Is that the new SteamWorld you mean? Yeah, the new one. SteamWorld Quest is on sale. I feel sale. like that game like, came and just went. You know yeah. What I mean? Like, it released and no, there was no fanfare. It was just like, it's out. From what I've heard, it's like, it's good, but it's $25, which I don't want to say like, oh, it's an indie game, it's $25, but from what I've heard... For $25, I'm not rushing out to get it, especially with Slay the Spire being so close on the horizon. Right. I was like, you know, my, my card RPGs are going to kind of focus there. Especially King of Cards is also supposed to come out this year. It's going to be the, the year of cards. Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> give me Pokemon TCG on Switch, you cowards. Lol. Uh, but also, Devolver announced that... Uh, did you watch their uh, E3 press conference last year? Yes, I loved it. Yes, it was. I mean, both last two years have been incredible. But you remember how they announced Metal Wolf Chaos DX? Yes. It's coming to the Switch. Oh, neat. Yeah, it's cool. I just, I wanted to bring it up. And it's like, most people only know it by, oh, yeah, that was like the that game that they actually announced in the middle of the developer press conference. Mm -hmm. That is coming to the Switch, which is cool. Uh, Matt, do you want to you wanna take the, the, the strategy meeting? You want to take the helm on this? Oh, I have a couple of other news pieces before we go to that. Oh, okay. actually, I do too, but I figured we'd. Well, well we I figured, I, f I mean, we have two low-key two discussions this week. Yeah, fine. I have one other thing. Matt. Yes. Mechanica has failed us. Ninjara versus Min Min is the final oh, party I'm, crash. I'm, I'm finally turning <laughs> arms I'm, back dude, on. Dude, I'm turning <laughs> arms back on. I can't let Ninjara win. And especially because, if you anyone remembers, if, if we have any arms fanboys here, the second ever party crash was Min Min versus Ninjara, and Ninjara won. So, if you play ARMS and you hate Ninjara, <laughs> get on there, play some Min Min. Even if you don't play ARMS. Yeah. I'm telling you, Ninjara is the worst. Yeah. Go buy. <laughs> go go buy ARMS, play online, practice for the weekend. First. You gotta practice. Yeah, play, practice a little bit. Then, after you do that, go and return the game. <laughs> but you can't let Ninjara win. Or, actually, here's a better idea. If you don't like the game... Buy the game, play as Ninjara, lose every time. 
There you go. There, there you go. There we go. That's playing dirty, though. Yeah. That's a little less honorable. I don't, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> listen, listen. Have you played against a ninja? There's nothing honorable about them. <laughs> <laughs> You're so right. So, yeah, oh, um, this weekend, get on there. Or actually, right. we'll, be, we'll be next. Uh, if, I don't know if it's this weekend, like, after this episode goes up. I don't remember. Or this weekend, like, the weekend after this episode goes up. I don't. Well, I mean, there's only one left, so it could happen at any time. I don't know when it is. Damn it. Matt, we run a news section. We should I know. know. I'm going to check. You go talk about things. All right. Uh, next thing I want to talk about is some minor Mario Tennis Aces news. Oh, yeah. I saw this, too. Final couple final couple characters. Uh, first one is Piranha Plant. I'm sorry. Fire Piranha Plant. Yes. He's joining Mario Tennis. And the other one is Dry Bowser. Oh, Dry Mario Bowser is coming. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those are the last two characters for Mario Tennis Aces. So, um... Yeah. I mean, you know, I really dig how this game has now had... When did this game launch? Was this it came June? out, uh, I think it was July, because it was after E3, right? Yeah, I think so. It was either late June or early July, I don't remember. Yeah, but it's almost, I mean, it's almost been a year. But yeah, I mean, they supported this game for almost a year, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I've, like, I've been thinking lately, maybe I'm going to go back to this game. And now, now I'm like, okay, I, I think I'll find some time to turn this game back. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a fun game. Um, but the next piece of news, really quickly, is that the Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters the video game remastered is coming to Nintendo Switch. Yeah. And this is the one from 2009, which a lot of people enjoyed, where you create your own character, and you go on adventures with the Ghostbusters cast. And it is the actual um, actors from the original movie. Okay. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Kings of, Oh, we talked about that. Um... There's a hot rumor going around right now, which gets me all sorts of excited. Oh, yes, it does, Matt. My um, my second favorite game of all time, The Witcher 3, is heavily rumored to become a Nintendo Switch right now. Yes, now if you remember, again, Matt's Matt's favorite game, the only game that actually beats out The Witcher 3, remember, is Sushi Striker The Way of the Sushido. That's right. Soon to be replaced by um, Sushi Striker 2, Can You Smell What the Rock is Cooking?, <laughs> Featuring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> His name is Dwayne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, um, that is about. Oh no, I got one more piece of news, which is actually indie news, which I just stupid and forgot about. Matt, um, Bloodstain Ritual of the Night got a little bit of information leaked. Oh yeah, I heard there about will be this. Um, a DLC pack for ten dollars. Um, that will have two additional playable characters. Local and online multiplayer for certain co-op and versus modes. Mm-hmm. A roguelike mode. Ooh. Something called a chaos mode. Don't know what it is yet. That's probably... Uh, well, most games where they have a chaos, it's like a randomizer. Like, the oh, items are yeah, randomized. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a classic mode. Don't know what that is. Mm. And a boss revenge mode, which is probably a um, boss rush. Mike crazy idea what if you just googled it instead of scrolling through twitter no i'm scrolling through nintendo versus twitter it's not it's not been announced yet when it is oh it hasn't been announced. Okay. that's why i was looking i looked at gotcha. google first gotcha. you ass all right i just looked over and saw it anyway that um is supposedly going to be launching for ten dollars on june 18th for ps4 xbox one and pc june 25th for nintendo switch switch which is the day now, the game releases yeah it is I'm not huh. crazy about that, but okay. There yeah. you go. Huh? You can buy some extra content. Maybe play the game first. Play the game first. If you like it, get the content. Exactly. So it's going to be $10 on top of what, like a $15, $20 price tag? 
I don't remember. Ah, all right. Did you back this game? No. Okay. Um, last little piece of news is that Super Smash Bros. Update 3.1.0 has been data mined. Yes. To supposedly include VR. Yeah. And Amiibo support. Despite us just getting news that the second biggest game for Amiibo doesn't have Amiibo support. I know. It's, uh... I mean, my guess would just be that, like, maybe you can, like, move in photo edit mode and stuff like Which that with VR. Cool. A lot of people have actually wanted that, to be able to really look around in VR. Yeah. Just to see how everything's put together. Which I is guess. cool. Uh, I, I mean... I think it would be kind of neat if you could play in VR. You you can't Although, play first person VR though. What do you mean? Like you're not like not well, first no, person. No, but I mean neither is Breath of the Wild. Neither no, is isn't. Mario Odyssey. Yeah, and I I don't care about those either. Well, I mean you wouldn't care regardless. Yeah, because I can't use it. But that's not important. Yeah, I mean I'm sure this will be like fun for like you know like 20 minutes. Like oh cool, I can play Smash in VR. Right, exactly. <laughs> no, you can't play Smash with your friends in VR because they're not seeing the screen. Only you not are. Not with that attitude. <laughs> what you want everyone cramming their face into your yes. VR headset? <laughs> oh god. Uh, everybody gets or you play one v one, and both people get one eye. Oh my god. There you go. My eyes hurt just thinking about it. <laughs> oh god. Uh, anyway, that's I think that's our main news, right? We had that a little is all of the the news news. Yeah. Um. Now we're gonna move to um mini discussion number one. Pikachu's corner. Yes. Let's go to the Pokemon strategy meeting. Now we're not gonna go through the whole thing because I'm sure, like most people, you actually watched it. Um. But let's go through the highlights. Well, of... I don't know. I mean, I don't know how many people would watch this. Well, I mean, after watching it, I wish I hadn't. But <laughs> I mean, I knew it was gonna be dry. Uh, I I. Knew it was going to be dry. I don't think I expected this much dryness. I, like, I didn't expect anything crazy. This was, like... This is, like, Spongebob at the end of the first episode with Sandy levels of dry, though. It went... <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Thank you. It went... A... It went exactly the same as last year, I would say, except the announcements that they made were a little less excited this year. Yeah, and also, I think last year it was more so just, here are the trailers, and then we're going to talk a little bit. But I this mean, one was—I mean, this, this, it this was is more... not something for people to go. Oh boy, they're gonna make a whole bunch of announcements. This yeah. was a business strategy. It was a press, you know was a press I mean? conference like, strategy meeting. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a direct. And I think as long as you went in with that, I'm not saying I was disappointed. I was just like, oh yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I was interested in the things that they were saying about it. Yeah. I wish the translator was a little more on top. He was of things. so nervous. Um. But I mean, I do think it's cool to listen to how. The Pokemon centers are expanding. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, the new ones look pretty. The, the ones that they were showing in Shibuya and right, stuff like right. that. But, I mean, this is a games podcast. So, people listening probably care about the games. Yeah. And they weren't that excited. Yep, we got Detective Pikachu. Which was pretty expected. Yeah, well, it's like, it's weird, because they didn't necessarily say it was a sequel. They just said they were going to finish the story. So, they said this in the comments, but if you don't know, Detective Pikachu, the game ends in a very different way than there's, Detective there's Pikachu currently the movie. two episodes out right now yeah and it kind of closes it off the way it ends yeah but there's a ton of other things open like uh i guess there's spot holes. I want, yeah i want yeah there's there's things that could be closed so hopefully the whole thing comes to switch yeah. is what i'm hoping i i have to imagine they will you know i mean this game's too this movie's too popular for them to not port this to the switch right and while i don't think i'll buy it it's cool that it's coming like, to switch yeah it's like I liked the movie, and I love Pokemon, I, but I, like, still don't know if I would buy this game. Because, like, it, like, unlike the movie, this game is, like, very much designed for younger players, and it, it shows. Where in the movie, like, you can still enjoy the medium 
I in mean, that it, way. it was still very targeted for children. Oh, but definitely. You could enjoy it as an adult. Yeah, where the game there's more of there's a little bit more of a dichotomy there of like, okay, this is really more so for kids, right? You know. Plus, there's no Ryan Reynolds, so I know. Yeah. Or Danny DeVito. Yeah. <laughs> We're missing out, man. Uh, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like, I I still think it's cool that it's coming. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon Quest is going to China. Which okay. Is cool. I'm super happy that it's finally coming to China because it still hasn't come to China yet. Yeah. I am upset that they're getting PvP. And have we ever gotten PvP? No, not yet. I want it. Like, what they'll probably do is they announced that they were going to do Gen 2 stuff. I know. Go, go back to, like, you know, the original episodes of the Pink Gold Peeps. Because I believe I remember saying PvP would make this game better. Yep. I think you did. And yeah, I remember also saying that they, they had announced that Gen 2 is coming to Pokemon Quest. I imagine did they we'll, say that? Yeah. It was very early on. They were like, yeah, Gen 2 is going to come to Pokemon Quest. I don't remember that. They didn't announce, like, when, but they said, yes, it's going to. And I imagine what they'll probably do is say, okay, here's, like, you know, four or five new areas. We'll redo the old areas so you can get different Pokemon right. in there and then redo the recipes. Hopefully they'll make it easier to catch some of the Gen 1 Pokemon then. Yeah, well, I mean, none of them were super hard as long as you, like, looked up the recipes. But I mean, the unless same... you're talking about the Legendaries. Yeah, well, the Legendaries just take time. Right. Because they were a pain. But... Yeah, I mean, if this had PvP and they brought Gen 2 Pokemon, I would actually probably play Pokemon yeah, Quest I, again. I, I really would, like I Pokemon Quest. I would probably pick Quest. it back up. It's, it's a cute little game. But yeah, it's coming to China. Woo! Et cetera, et cetera. They also talked about Pokemon Sleep. Okay, so, like, this is a thing. From the way I understand it, Pokemon Sleep is a device called a Pokemon Go, or a Pokemon Go Plus Plus. Pokemon Go Plus Plus. Like our Quick Quick News. Right. Um, and you put it next to you while you sleep, and it tracks you as you sleep. Yes. And it gives you rewards when you wake up. Mm-hmm. That's what we know. Yep, that's pretty much that's all. That's everything, know. right? Yep. Dream World's returning, man. They made such a... Uh, first of all, yeah, Dream World's <laughs> They made such a big deal about this for, like, no information. Yeah. Like, well, like most things in this thing to be... Like, I think that was the issue with this business strategy meeting with all of the games that they announced or the products that they announced is they were like oh yeah we're making this but there's no details on it yet yeah you know what i mean like that was what annoyed me about it because last year they had a full trailer for let's go a full they trailer had, for quest i uh, had a full trailer for quest they quest came out that day bit. didn't yeah it shadow drop that day on switch not on mobile. not on mobile yeah but it's, yeah i mean we got a lot less stuff if pokemon masters dropped day of that would have been awesome because, yeah. I mean, we're not there yet, but I we'll get there. am excited for that. We'll get there. Um, but but yeah. yeah, so I think I think Pokemon Go Plus Plus looks interesting, Pokemon Sleep. I want to know more about what it does, because apparently it will work outside of Pokemon Go. Yeah, from what it sounds like, it might be its own thing. Like, that also connects with Pokemon Go. Yeah, because John Hankey came out and talked about it. Yeah, and like, Ni- Niantic's working Niantic, with them yeah. on, right. on Pokemon Sleep. But from I mean the 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 thing itself like the disc that they showed does work as a Pokeball Plus right you know so it, it, it at least it so, has either some Pokemon Go functionality or it is its own thing that also works with Pokemon Go but overall yeah they're definitely they're you involved. Want to hear my hot take? What? So um like you said Dream World from Gen Five. Yes. 
Uh, the next gen to come to Pokemon Go is Gen 5. Is Gen 5, which will probably be here late 2019, early 2020, around when Pokemon Go Plus Plus is going to release. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if some Pokemon have a some sleep, kind, of kind of, like, uh, you know, remember Musharna yes. or Muna? Yeah, they were, they were dream Pokemon. Yeah, and they were the ones who created the dreams. Right, so it wouldn't be surprising if certain Pokemon are like, oh, look at this Pokemon Go Plus Plus. Yeah, and maybe that's like a way for you to maybe if you go if you dream, you can dream of Pokemon that aren't in your region or something like that. Yeah, that would be cool too. As something, like, you know, option or maybe legendary Pokemon or something like that. I, the fact is, is, you know, I mean, if you had told me, what, six years ago that some company was making a Pokemon game that made you walk around outside, I'd be like, uh-huh, yeah, cool. Exactly. So, I mean, I trust them, but yeah, like you said, there's not a lot of information, and that's kind of what I was like, whatever about. I'm I'm still very interested in what it turns out to be when we get more news. Yes. Uh, I also, uh, they announced that in Pokemon Go right now, you can catch Snorlaxes that are sleeping. Now, when you catch them, they get up. Yeah, I'm su- I was super bummed about that when I oh. saw that. I was like, why? But the best part about the conference was they said that, and then um, Ishihara was the one who's presenting. He's like, uh, guys, hold on. I know everyone's checking their Pokemon Go phones right now for sleeping Snorlaxes. Please stop. We have one more thing for you. I know. <laughs> it was like, wow, these are the kinds of people that would be at a Pokemon press conference. Yeah, right? It's like, holy. I'm like, time out. I gotta yeah. look. I gotta check for the Snorlax. Because they did, they did start... Spawn. Oh no! I mean, they spawned right as it started because they started spawning at six p.m. Yeah, it was like it was pretty pretty quick after. Hey, it's Swablu. Hey, it's Swablu. Sorry, not not catching <laughs> Pokemon. No, I oh, I just instinctively opened Pokemon Go. Um, the last one Matt kind of touched on briefly is Pokemon Masters. No, you missed Pokemon Home. Oh yeah, Pokemon Home. That's a big deal. Pokemon Home is the smartphone app that is going to replace well, not replace Pokemon Bank. But is going to be the pseudo equivalent of Pokemon Bank. It is for it's Sword and the Shield. new Pokemon Bank. Yeah, essentially, it is a one-way travel from Pokemon Bank. So all the DS, 3DS, GBA Pokemon you have can go through up, up. But to not Pokemon. just those, because Pokemon Let's Go and Pokemon, Pokemon Go will have be one-way able tracks to as well. All get held in there. Yes. No, it's, is... Im- it's important. The only one you can send them to and from is Sword and Shield. Right. So if you send it from Go... Did they say that? All the arrows point only in one direction for home, except for Sword and Shield go okay. both ways. So if you... It's, it's a way to transfer your Pokemon so into Sword that and includes, Shield. So that includes Let's Go, though. Once they go into yep. the home, they can't they, go once they go, So uh, that really makes me think you're not going to be able to put your partner Pokemon in there, keeping keeping Let's Go Eevee safe from the Sword and Shield metagame where Eevee would crush face. If... if if they had a really good moment where, like, you know, it's the the really sad moment in the the dog movie where you have to say goodbye. You mean the end of Let's uh, Hey You Pikachu? What? At the end of Hey You Pikachu, you had to let your Pikachu go. What? Yeah. <laughs> then he comes back, but they like okay. they, no, but like they, they do the emotional moment thing, <laughs> and then you just hear like a at your window, and it's fucking Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta bleep that up. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like hey, he has oh that stupid God. damn grin on his face like hi <laughs> he's like i bet i fooled you yeah did you cry <laughs> were you a little bitch did you cry <laughs> yeah so um, anyway i want that except i don't want him to come <laughs> yeah now just no but matt think about it this way imagine let's go bring bring your partner evie into sword and shield where it can get evenium z so it gets its, it's super. That's good. no fair. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, just, that's just straight up. That broken. is why. 
But I'm excited about this. That's like Rick Quasiteer. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's Mega Ray Quasiteer pad. <laughs> but I'm excited about this because obviously, you know, I like catching Pokemon in Let's Go. And it's also an easy way to catch very good competitive Pokemon. You know, because you'd be like, okay, yeah, pay yeah, 10,000. Here's the nature. Keep throwing it. Here's the perfect idea. Every, hopefully, as long as it doesn't scramble it too bad. I don't think it will scramble it. I don't really think it will scramble it that bad either. I mean, I believe the... The only no, thing the I would... IVs don't have to be reworked. No, they don't. Out of thirty-one in Let's yeah. Go, everything's everything's set the way it's supposed Except to. Except for abilities. The abilities so you may not get the ability you want. Yeah, but I I mean in most games there's something called an ability capsule, which is usually something you get at the Battle Frontier. It's equivalent at the end of the game, which is an item that you can use on a Pokemon to switch it to its other ability. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So like for example, if you get is that a... in Sun and Moon? Yeah, it's 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 been in every game I think really? since Black and White was the first one that had it. I didn't even know that. So like if you but what about hidden abilities? No, you can, if if the hidden ability is not available, you can't switch to it. Usually, I think it's usually a one way street for those ones. So like for example, if you have an Incineroar that knows it has Intimidate as its ability, you can give it an ability capsule and switch it to Blaze, but you probably can't switch it back. But Blaze is the hidden ability, right? No, Blaze is the regular ability. Oh, Intimidate's Intimidate the hidden is. one. Okay, but what if you already? What if you started with Blaze? I don't think you can go to Intimidate. Okay, okay. But like for Bronzong, you can switch from Heat Proof to Levitate to Heat Proof to Levitate right. as many times as okay. you want. So, so it's like a, it's like the way a TM works in Pokemon Go. Uh, yeah, yeah. In Pokemon Go, I was like Pokemon Let's Go. No, Pokemon. <laughs> which one? Yeah. So like Pokemon Go, it's a one-time use item that switches your ability. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, so you'll be fine. And I mean, most Pokemon in Gen 1 only have one ability anyway, or one ability that's good. True. So, you know, you'll be fine. You'll, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, no, I, I think it's very cool. I, I think, I mean, this was, I think this was the big thing for the, the show. The way they kind of talked it up, I want to know if it's just like a bank where like you know there's little things with pokemon or if there's more to it you know what i mean yeah i mean just like the way and we know that you can trade through, you can trade through your smartphone through your smartphone so pokemon home will be a smartphone app yes which makes me excited because it, it would be cool to be able to say you know just for example's sake you know let's just say you go out it's pokemon it's pokemon go community day and you know what you have your pokemon home and you've been breeding for gibble because you want a really strong garchomp and you just have a bunch of hatched, not perfect IV, but good gibbles. And maybe you're walking around, you see someone on Pokemon Home, it's like, hey, you got something to trade? I have a bunch of cool gibbles if you want one. And they're like, oh, cool. You know, do you have a, you know, do you have a Machop? Yeah, sure. I'll just trade them out. Like, it'd be something fun at conventions or something like that. You can do this. And then also, if you're just hanging out with your friends, you know, if you want to trade powerful Pokemon with one another, you don't necessarily both need to have your Switch and worry about right. the connectivity exactly. stuff. So it's, it seems, seems good. I like I like having it. I'm just imagining Pokemon Home still uses Stardust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you still need the Stardust. Sorry, you ain't ultra friends with this guy. Oh, um oh let's let's finish the press conference news. Yeah. Uh, no. Pokemon Home I think was the big reveal because I feel like if if they did yeah. Sword and Shield, the the fifteen minute trailer and they didn't talk about Pokemon Home or how it's gonna work, the big question, well how do I get my Pokemon from and the DS? Just like you wanted for a couple of months at least we're gonna have only sword and shield sword and shield makes me happy sword and shield is most like i'm 99 percent positive is coming out in november oh it has to and, and like it's, it's going to come out listen pokemon games always come out in november pokemon announces things a week before e3 and they release games in november that is what they do mm -hmm. but yeah you have one more thing you want to talk about oh well let's talk about pokemon master first yeah um so pokemon masters is a new phone game mobile game 
made by DNA, which has made all of the other Nintendo games. You got Super Mario Run, Dragalia Lost, um, Dragon Age. Here, I, I mean Fire Emblem Heroes. <laughs> I, that wasn't even supposed to be a joke. I just anyway. Um, so it looks like a. It's supposed to be celebrating, you know, characters from the core RPG franchise with their Pokemon partners. And you battling alongside them in what looks like 3v3, simplified 3v3 battles. Yep. Where it looks like every Pokemon has one move that they can use. There's a couple empty slots, though, so you might be able to use more later. Yeah, definitely. Um, It doesn't look crazy deep. No, definitely not. Like fun. I mean, I think it looks like fun. I'm excited for this. For me, that was the most exciting thing they talked about at the event. Really? Yeah, I, I didn't realize I mean, that excited you that much. For me, honestly, Pokemon Home was like, this is all I need! I was like, oh, cool. I, for Pokemon Home, I was like, cool. We knew something like this had to be coming, and now we have it. Yeah. But I wasn't, I mean, I guess I was expecting Pokemon Masters to be shown, but we at the time, we didn't know anything about it. We just knew DNA was making Pokemon. Yeah, we just, that's what we knew. So I was excited to see it. I wish they said, hey, Pokemon Rumble is now on iPhone, because that would have been swell for me. But yeah, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I already deleted it off my phone. I'm sure you did. I'm like, this is fine. But again, I'm not the market for right. that. Uh, but you said you have one other thing, right? You said before we go into our second. Oh, yeah. Um, Adventure Week. Pokemon Go. Yeah. Oh, I saw this. What is that? I don't remember what that is. Okay. So the first week in June will be Adventure Week. They do this like every year where uh, more rock type Pokemon um, and I think ground type Pokemon We'll start spawning. Okay. A lot more. Oh, no, it's just rock. Adventure! So, um, this says, the official release on the app says, rock-type Pokemon like Geodude, Rhyhorn, Omnimite, Aeron, Lily, Anorith, and many others will appear more frequently in the wild. Hatch rock-type Pokemon such as Onyx, Larvitar, Lily, Anorith, Sheldon, uh, from two-kilometer eggs. Okay. Um, Onyx and other rock-type Pokemon will be in raids. Shiny Onyx, Lily, and Anorith will be in the game now. Hey, give me that shiny Onyx. The crazy stuff, though, is the bonuses. Okay. So during Adventure Week, your buddy will earn four times candy. Four times? Four times candy. Okay. So put those five candy guys on. Yeah. Uh, when you visit new Pokestops that you've never visited before, you will get ten times the amount of XP. Wow. I wish I had uh pokestops that i hadn't hit well so let's go somewhere uh where there's like there's like a three mile radius of new york where i've hit every pokestop so go somewhere else (laughs) um trainers with adventure sync turned on which is that thing that that syncs to your phone's pedometer okay if you walk 50 kilometers during the week you will automatically earn fifty thousand stardust and 15 rare candies wow so you, so better, you better get walking. That's next week? Um, it is June 4th through June 11th. June 4th to June 11th. Okay. Well, I usually walk 25 so that, a day. So that weekend is community day. Oh, okay. We'll be good. We'll make it. We'll make it. 50 kilometers. Yeah, we could do it. We could do it. Yeah, right? All right. Right. Yeah, we we're not gonna. You better walk. And I will keep well, it I, open. I hit I as hit, much as possible. I hit twenty five kilometers a week usually. Okay. So without community day. I'm like, okay, do community day and, and then, like, an active effort to walk more. Right. I do that. Let's go. Let's Pokemon Go. Let's Pokemon Go. Do we, uh, do we want to talk about that leak? 
Uh, I'm just going to bring up, if you're interested, there is a paste bin leak that's been going around about a rumor for the leak of Sword and Shield. It has... For the direct. Yeah, for the direct. It has new Pokemon. It has box art. It has legendary information. Game modes. Game mode information. I don't know if any of it's true, but it is interesting, to say the least. It's cool. It's creative. If it's true, I'm like, oh, wow, this looks really awesome. If it's not true, hey, that was was a good read. (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll find out in a week, but... Yeah, take a look if you're interested. But uh, next up is our final episode of this series of pre-three E three pre-three spotlight games that we want to talk about, and the last one is of course Sushi Striker Two. Can you smell where the rock is cooking? Starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. His name is Duanye. <laughs> that's the full title. It's yeah. not me correcting that. His name that. is John Duanye. Is at the end of the day. Yeah, that's like you know, it's like like you know, like how like KFC is finger looking good. It says it's pronounced Duanye, <laughs> <laughs> like in, in script at the bottom of the title. But no, the actual game we're talking about is obviously Animal Crossing. Uh, this has gotta be a game that we talk about at E three. It's gotta be. You know, I mean, we, like no, it's literally not even a question. Like yeah. it's gotta be there. They didn't. They didn't. They haven't said this year, like, you know how last year they were like, all right, here's our direct for E3, focusing mainly on Smash Brothers. And the week, year before that, it was like, focusing mainly on Super Mario Odyssey. And the year before that, focusing mainly on Breath of the Wild. We didn't get any of that this year, so I don't know how much time we're going to get specifically Animal Crossing in the I don't direct. I they said that for Odyssey. They didn't? I thought they did. I don't think they did. And we didn't get, I don't remember getting a ton of Odyssey during that E3. We got a lot of it during Treehouse. We, I well, I mean, at least, I don't know about Odyssey, but at least the other two we did get specifically focused on Breath of the Wild. We got a lot uh, of Smash Bros. We got a lot but of Smash Bros. But we didn't get any of that this year, so it says, okay, to me. But, I, I mean, I, this is the time, and I, they know everybody wants Animal Crossing. Agreed. I'm just saying, at least, like, it's not going to be like, here's a 45-minute presentation, 30 of which is Animal Crossing. Right, which I'm, I'm personally am very glad. That me too, especially for a game like I, Animal Crossing. I do think Animal Crossing will get the lion's share like, of every game in the show, it will get more time, time than out of else. any other game, I think. Definitely. Because I feel like, you know, it's one of those things where, like, just like with Mario Odyssey. Okay, it's a Mario game. I know it's going to happen. I'm going to run. I'm going to jump. It's Animal Crossing. I know. I'm going to meet friends. I'm going to sell fish. But I want to hear about those new features. And I'm sure, like, the you know, the day-to-day stuff, which is a funny thing to say because it's Animal Crossing, it, yeah. will be mostly in Treehouse. But I'm excited to see what, you know, what have they been working on? Because, I mean, New Leaf came out a long time ago, and New Leaf did a lot of cool things that yeah, a lot of people... Yeah, I'm, I'm very ready to see what's new. Yeah. Because, I mean, you think about, if you think back, you know, on the the second Animal Crossing with Wild World, I mean, its features have gone on for a long time with the mobile games. You know, the right. way the world is set up, online functionality, etc., you know, City Folk, I feel like, is the one that kind of missed the bar the most. Not like it yeah. missed it. No, but... I mean, I, I still really like City Folk. Yeah. I, I hope ideas from City Folk someday, not necessarily this entry, but someday come back just reworked. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think part of it came back with the idea of Main Street, right. which I really yeah, did yeah, like. exactly. Especially with the idea of, you know, with, with New Leaf having this whole idea of making the town your own, saying, okay, well, here are all the shops. They're not going to ruin the way you want your town set up. They're, they're up here in their special space that you go to, and it makes it, like, you know, it's, it's an event to go there, but not a time-consuming event like it would be in City Folk. Right. And you have to get on the bus and wait for the bus, and then you go and you get on the bus, you get on the thing, you're here. And not like it took... A lot of time, but it took just enough time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited to just see, you know, 
in addition to just like bringing back old features with new stuff you know like new furniture new holidays new stuff like that but also like what are the big things here's my question for you so let's say there's like barely anything new in this game are you still just as excited well we kind of brushed on this last week where i said what i was talking about with fire emblem because i said if Fire Emblem is, hey, this is just more Fire Emblem, there's not really anything new. Well, there's a new story. There's a new storyline. But, like, let's say it's like, let's say, okay, it is exactly the same as Fates. Like, everything about it is exactly the same, but the storyline is different. Like, the mechanics, I'd be like, awesome, more Fire Emblem. Animal Crossing, I don't think I'd be upset, but I would be a little disappointed. Yeah, I would be like, oh, that's a, like, because like, I, I buy it, yes. I've played so much New Leaf. New Leaf. I honestly, like, if it was, like, if it was literally just, like, a carbon copy of New Leaf, I'd be, like, I don't know how much I care. Yeah, if it was, if it was New Leaf Deluxe, I'd be a little, I'd be, I, like, Nintendo, I, really? I, I mean, obviously that's not going to happen. No, it's not. God, please. But I, I think, what I'm, what I'm trying to say is that Animal Crossing does need some, some new stuff to really spice it up. Yeah, I mean, even, like, think about, I mean, think about City Folk as opposed to New Leaf. You know, what? like, think... You know, the jump from the first game to the second game had a huge jump with this online stuff, so many new costumes, I mean, not costumes, um, clothing items, furniture items, just the way the game functioned. Dramatic change, really popular. City Folk, not as much, didn't do as well. New Leaf, huge changes, really, really popular. Right. I want another one of those. I want it to be, okay, here's all the stuff you liked, like being the mayor and stuff like that. Either twist it in a way that we can add more stuff there and then also do other things, or really, really build upon that and make right, it different. Right. I want more engaging activities. Yeah. Unlike, so I don't want just like, wow, now there's 30 more fossils. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I want more things to do to make me feel like I'm genuinely close with my villagers. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, like the way I, I desperately want more ways to feel close to my Pokemon in Pokemon games, I want more ways to be like, you dog that lives next to me are my best friend in the world you know what i yeah. mean yeah like I that's mean, what i want i mean people have said that also like it especially recently the new characters don't like their 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 character styles there's like eight of them but they're yeah. very very similar yeah a they lot of characters are just like you're basically so and so yeah and and they they're not distinct enough from one another that makes them really stand out like i mean like i like this person i want to hang out with this person like oh this is character stock a as opposed to character stock b c d e or f yeah i i think that is uh, i mean aside from bringing back Rossetti, i think that is like one of the biggest things that would really draw me to the game is that like wow you have your own personality and there's like this thing like x x equals this random thing that we like to do together and we always do this thing together you know what yeah I, mean? I think it's like one of those things that could so easily build upon because Talking with your villagers, I mean, in the first game, outside of fishing, you know, special events, bug catching, and, like, randomly someone like, hey, I buried a blank in Acre A3, go find it. Talking to the villagers and doing work for them was the only thing you could do in the game. And the characters had a lot of depth, like, to a point where you wanted to keep talking to them. And that's just something easy. With now all the other things you can do in the game already, like, you know, play Puzzles and Dragons, go to the island, play Hide and Seek. Add more things like that. Yeah, and, and also romance make... options. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. 
give me just more ways to interact with my villagers just personally. That makes it fun. Because, like, I've, one of the coolest things in this game, in those games, was, hey, I want to invite somebody over to my house, and we're going to hang out. But, like, it's weird, because you get there, and they, like, they just say, like, the same four things over and over yeah, again. Yeah, I know. And then you're like, okay, well, I feel rude leaving. You know? But so I want them to get like, out. I think, because... it was, I think it was the first Animal Crossing, where you get, like, an NES, and you could play games. Oh, yeah, the NES games. So I know, for obvious reasons, why they would never do that specifically again. But you know how in Splatoon there's those little games? They can make things like that. Yeah. But what would be really cool is what if you could invite a friend over... And play Amiibo and Festival. a CP... I, listen, if it was part of Animal Crossing... Oh, if it was I'd part play. of Animal Crossing, that'd be amazing. Uh, you could invite a friend over and the two of you could play a video game together and the other one just be like a CPU or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or maybe even just like take skinned versions of, of NES games that like are already on Nintendo Switch Online. Like, you're already basically giving away these games for free. Put the NES games back, because you know what? Playing Clue Clue Land for 20 minutes is something I don't want to do, but, like, going to Animal Crossing, play it for, like, two minutes, like, eh, that's Clue yeah, Clue Land. Yeah, exactly. I found this rare item. And stopping? That's fine by me, personally. And, uh, yeah, just, I mean, there's so many things, like, Animal Crossing, I feel like New Leaf had so many things going for it, but it was on the cusp of being something, like, just mind-blowingly incredible. And it didn't get there, but it basically got there. Let's do this, 2019. Mess me up. I, I'm, I'm just very excited for... for Animal Crossing? What is... I, I know I'm already excited for Animal Crossing, but now I am very excited for what is new in Animal Crossing. Yeah, and for me, honestly, like, I played... So I played the original one, I played Wild World, and I played City... Actually, I, I mean, I played all four. I don't know why I took it. I took it so. I like don't it. know why I did either. The original Animal Crossing, I played. My brother and I both had a file, and then we showed to our cousins. They bought the game, and there was. I have four cousins. No, wait, aren't there five Animal Crossings? No. No, there's only four. Sorry. There's four. Um, the four of them, they all loved it. They all bought their own memory cards, and they all had towns. And it was really fun playing six people playing Animal Crossing together. Although you couldn't really play together in the first game because you can only have you could have someone else visit your town. And that was it. Right. Um, and then Wild World, it was just me and my brother. City Folk, it was just me. And New Leaf, it was just me. And I'm really excited to say, like, okay, since basically the first game, I'm going to be playing Animal Crossing and, like, learning about the game with other people for the first time. Right. Since I, you know, since I became an adult. So between you and, uh, well, Sarah's going to get it, and I don't know if any of my other friends are going to get it, but, I, I, you know, Luke might get it. He said he's like, maybe. Animal Crossing? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. He seemed, he seemed Rob. intrigued. Animal Crossing? What? You getting it? Maybe. That's what I figured. So you, me, and Sarah are going to play a lot of Animal Crossing. Yes, we are. I it's going to be play fun. at school. Sarah and I played Animal Crossing. Can we? Can we? This will be my first ever Animal Crossing game. Okay, we'll get him to do it. We'll get him. I feel like you would like it. It would definitely relax you. If it was an indie game, you'd be praising it to high heaven. That's not true because he didn't play Stardew Valley. Really? Oh my god, I've never seen Mike judge someone so much. Wow! In a single look, I've never seen Mike wow. judge someone so okay. much. Okay, alright. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Oh my god, you're gonna hear in his voice now, he just doesn't like Rob anymore. Listen. Like, burn list. <laughs> Joking aside, I am really excited to play this game. You know, even with, the, you know what, Matt, this will be great. We'll hang out, we'll play Animal Crossing together, and then we'll stop and we'll play racing games. It'll be great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's 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 got to be the heavy hitter this year. It's going to be super exciting to learn about, and I I think most, if not every Nintendo fan, is at least like 
all right, let's see what's going on, you know? Like, because I'm sure there's people who see, like, Fire Emblem, their, like, brain turns off. I'm like, nope. I don't care about this anime weeb stuff. But Animal Crossing, oh, that's cute. <laughs> Look yeah. at the animals. Look at them. Look at them running around. Look every, at that Tom. Everybody, everybody loves Animal Crossing. Yeah. You may not enjoy playing it, but you do love it on exactly. some level. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. Matt, you have anything else on um, this? I want more Isabel. Yeah. Speak. Don't say that. Because of that, <laughs> they're all jokes. I promise. Rob, don't cut this out. I want everyone to judge Matt the same they're way all, I judged you two all minutes ago. Jokes. Animal Crossing is my most ex- anticipated game of E3 this year. It is not my most anticipated game of E3. That's because I, Kingdom Hearts Three is getting DLC. But I am crazy excited for it. Marvel. Mm, mm, I, I like. I, I really want Last of Us to show up. But, but they don't Nintendo have an E3 press. supposedly doesn't have an E3 press conference. Nintendo I, does. I'm Sony does. Not, you said Nintendo. Sorry, I meant Sony. I'm still not putting it past them to do something stupid like the day before. Go, ooh, we got to stay to play. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. I, like, I'm, I'm pretty confident that's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, the only other thing I can think of is Final Fantasy VII Remakes getting information but it's at Square's press conference. There's press conference this year is like two hours long. Like Square's it, press conference? Something like that. It's like a I mean, long they, time. They have three things to talk about. They have Final Fantasy VII, they've got Kingdom Hearts DLC, and they've got Avengers. They don't have anything else? Well, they have to talk about the they have to talk about the other Final Fantasy games that they oh, haven't there's released. there's that game. Like Crystal Chronicles, which got announced coming to Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's one more. Is there one more that hasn't come out yet on Switch? There are... I don't remember. Okay, well, I mean, this will... Small teaser for next week. Yeah. Uh, when we talk about our E3 predictions, shocker. I really don't think we're going to see a lot of new game predictions or a lot of new game announcements at E3 this year just because there's so many games that are announced that we know barely anything about. Agreed. I would also imagine, like, you know, they might talk about... Uh, I mean, the rumors... Like, they're setting it up like, you guys liked Octopath Traveler. Hey, uh, you know Bravely Default. Yeah, I That's a game. Surprised. But I don't know if that would show up in Poco in, in, <laughs> in Nintendo's direct or Square's direct or both. Yeah, I don't know because but... um yeah because last year I remember Square with Kingdom Hearts. Square was like we're gonna have a different Kingdom Hearts trailer for for I keep mixing Sony them up now and Microsoft. for Sony, Microsoft, and Square Enix. All three had a different trailer. No, it didn't. Didn't Square Enix have Microsoft trailer? Was oh, that a yeah. joke? I think that, like the right. only place there was no New Kingdom Hearts content was, was Square's, Square's own press trailer, office. Yeah. yeah, but but st- I mean, it's still made an appearance in all three. So what I'm trying to say, it, it was a big deal. Yeah, a lot of Square games may show up in more than one place. Yeah, Final Fantasy 14 got a leak on new stuff that's coming out for it, so they might talk about that at E3 as well. Oh, they'll probably talk about that at E3. I mean, I do know that um, Square is not doing so great as a company right now. Really? Yeah. So, um... Uh, so, so you're telling me is the Final Fantasy VII Remake is never coming out. Interested to see what happens. Yeah. I, I just know that um, what I had heard is as good as Kingdom Hearts... Kingdom Hearts 3 was the best-selling game in the franchise. But thank God it happened when it did. Otherwise, we would have been a really a, bad A, thank place. God it happened when it did. B... Square Enix just put so much money into marketing Kingdom Hearts 3 that it would have been astronomical for it to have reached the amount of marketing that they did for that game. Yeah, which is funny because that game didn't need as much marketing as it did to sell. No, it really didn't. No. Anyway, though. uh, Matt, do you have anything else about... I mean, we're talking E3 all next week, so... Yeah, so... We can save some of that So we'll stop there. 
Uh, my fun fact is to always know your audience. Because today at work, one of my coworkers, oh boy, um, said it was like frustrated that they were trying to do something, and then they figured out a good way to do it. And I looked at her and I went, "Now you're thinking with portals." Did she just look at you? And she was like, "What?" And I was like, "Shit." <laughs> <laughs> Like, never mind. <laughs> Good. Um, my fun fact is that um, being a completionist will make you do stupid things. What'd you do? This weekend, um, my my mother is very into puzzles. She's got one of those like cool puzzle things which you like fold up and like put on the side, like like turn it like sideways and not have the puzzle get ruined, which is really cool. I've never heard of that. It's, it's, cool. it's actually really cool. Sarah and I are thinking about getting one um, because she likes puzzles too, and. Uh, we were doing the puzzle, and I dropped the box, and, like, we were doing it uh, at my house down the shore. So, a couple pieces, like, one or two pieces slipped through the wood, and I was like, ah, oh, whatever, it's one or two pieces, it's like a 2,000, 3,000 piece puzzle. Like, it won't stand out. Whatever. We put all the what pieces do you together. mean? So then, no, no, no. What? Like, don't worry, I'm getting there. Two days later, we finished the puzzle, and then there's, like, four spots missing. So, obviously, I climb under the gross, disgusting patio nether regions. Because I want those puzzle pieces. Well, yeah, because it's just not finished. Like, how did you not instantly go hey, get them? Hey, hey, my brother lost a sushi go-kart down there and never picked it up. It's just, listen, I was like, it's gross down there, and it's going to take time to go down there, and I don't want to go down there, so whatever. But then once it look, you're looking at it when it's done, you're like, oh, I got to go down there. Worst part was, there was still a piece missing because my dad lost one between the couch cushions. Did you find it? He found it. Okay. But I was gone by then, so I didn't get to see the perfect <laughs> picture. I was very upset. Bummer. Yeah, but that's all I got. All right, that's nice. All right. Uh, so that's our show. If you want to contact us, reach out to us, pinkgoldpeeps at gmail.com for hate mail. Uh, you can tweet at us at pinkgoldpeeps. That's all one word. Follow us on SoundCloud or on iTunes. I know we're having an issue with our iTunes right now, but that should be remedied hopefully by the time this episode goes up, right? Right? Okay, I'm getting, I'm getting a somewhat thumbs up, okay? Uh, so that should be remedied by the time this episode goes up. Uh, thank you, Rob, for editing our show every week. Our opening is made by Rick's Record. Check him out on SoundCloud. And uh, Matt, do you have anything else before we shut down the show? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Ciao!